Let me tell you a calming story that will help you fall asleep. Today's story is your secretly a mind reader. Chapter 1. Sophie was never the type of person who liked to invade other people's thoughts. She knew from a young age that she had a unique gift she could read people's minds. The power scared her initially, and she would try to avoid using it. But over time, she learned to control and harness her ability, and now, it was an essential part of her life. It wasn't until her senior year of high school when she discovered that one of her classmates, a writer named Alex, had the most fascinating daydreams. It started when Sophie caught a glimpse of Alex's mind during a particularly dull math class. She was surprised to see an intricate fantasy world filled with magical creatures, kingdoms, and battles. One day, while waiting for the bus after school, Sophie noticed that Alex was lost in thought. She couldn't resist the temptation and dove into her classmate's mind. This time, she saw the same world, but something was different. Alex seemed to be stuck, unable to progress the story. Sophie could sense Alex's frustration, and it was almost tangible. Sophie knew that she had to help her classmate, and she began to assist Alex in her mind. She suggested new characters, plot twists, and even a love story. Alex was thrilled with the ideas, and her daydreams became more vivid and exciting. As they worked together, Sophie realized something else. She saw Alex's story as a hero's journey, and Alex was the hero. The hero's journey was a classic storytelling technique Sophie had learned about in English class. It involved a hero leaving their everyday life, facing challenges and obstacles, and ultimately coming out stronger and wiser. Sophie knew that Alex's story was not just a daydream but a reflection of her life. She was facing challenges in school and at home, and Sophie saw that Alex needed the courage to overcome them. The more Sophie assisted Alex, the more she saw that their collaboration was no coincidence. Sophie was meant to help her classmate find her way and complete her hero's journey, and in doing so, she could fulfill her destiny as well. But for now, Sophie kept her secret to herself and continued to work with Alex on her daydreams, knowing that it was just the beginning. Chapter 2 Sophie and Alex continued to work together on Alex's daydreams for weeks. They would spend their afternoons sitting on the bus or in a cafe, discussing the world of magic and adventure that Alex had created. As they continued to develop the story, Sophie began to notice changes in Alex. She was more confident, more assertive, and seemed to be happier overall. Sophie knew that their work together was having a positive impact on Alex's life, and it filled her with a sense of purpose. One afternoon, while they were brainstorming new characters over coffee, Alex turned to Sophie and said, You know, I feel like you understand me better than anyone else does. Sophie looked up from her notebook, surprised. What do you mean? I mean, you just get me. It's like you know what I'm feeling and thinking without me even having to say it, Alex explained. Sophie froze for a moment, unsure of what to say. She had always been careful to keep her mind-reading ability a secret, even from her closest friends. 
But as she looked at Alex sitting across from her, she felt a sense of trust and connection that she had never experienced before. I... I do have a gift, Sophie said hesitantly. I can read people's minds. Alex's eyes widened in shock. Are you serious? That's incredible! Sophie nodded slowly. It can be both a blessing and a curse. But I've learned to control it over the years. Alex looked at her with admiration. That's amazing, Sophie. I had no idea. They continued to talk, each sharing their deepest fears and hopes. As they spoke, Sophie realized that Alex's hero's journey wasn't just a story, it was a reflection of the challenges that Alex was facing in her own life. And by working together on the story, Sophie was helping Alex find the courage to face those challenges. As they finished their coffee and said goodbye, Sophie felt a newfound sense of purpose. She knew that her gift was meant to be used to help others, and that her work with Alex was just the beginning. Chapter 3 Sophie continued to work with Alex on her daydreams, and as they developed the story, Sophie realized that she was changing too. Her interactions with Alex had brought her out of her shell, and she found herself feeling more confident and outgoing. One day, Sophie overheard a group of girls in the hallway talking about Alex behind her back. They were making fun of her writing and mocking her daydreams. Sophie was furious. She had seen how hard Alex worked on her writing, and she knew that these girls had no right to judge her. Without thinking, Sophie walked up to the group and confronted them. You have no idea how talented Alex is, she said sharply. Her writing is incredible. The girls were taken aback by Sophie's sudden outburst, but before they could respond, Sophie continued. And you know what? It takes a lot of bravery to put your writing out there, to share your imagination with the world. So why don't you try showing a little respect instead of tearing her down? The girls looked embarrassed and ashamed, and Sophie could see that her words had hit home. As she walked away, she felt a sense of satisfaction. She had stood up for her friend, and in doing so, she had shown a side of herself that she had never known existed. Sophie realized that her gift was not just about reading people's minds, it was about understanding them and using that understanding to help make the world a better place. She began to see her interactions with others in a new light, not just as opportunities to read their thoughts but as chances to connect with them on a deeper level. Sophie's work with Alex continued, and as they worked together, Sophie saw Alex becoming more and more confident. She could see Alex embracing her inner hero, facing challenges with courage and determination. Sophie knew that her work with Alex was just the beginning. She had a gift, and she was determined to use it to help others find their own inner strength and courage. She had a sense of purpose now, a calling, and she was ready to embrace it fully. Sophie knew that her journey was just beginning, but she was excited to see where it would take her. She was ready to use her gift to make a difference in the world, one person at a time. Chapter 4 Sophie's work with Alex had opened up a new world for her. 
She realized that her gift wasn't something to be ashamed of, but rather a tool she could use to help others in need. And she was determined to do just that. One day, while walking home from school, Sophie overheard two girls talking nearby. They were giggling and whispering, and Sophie could sense that they were talking about someone. She was curious but hesitant to invade their privacy. But then, she heard one of the girls say, I heard she's too dumb to pass her tests. That's why her grades are always so low. Sophie's heart sank. She knew that the girl they were talking about, Emma, was struggling with her grades. But Sophie also knew that Emma was one of the kindest and most hardworking students in their school. She couldn't bear to hear her being talked about like this. Without thinking, Sophie walked over to the girls and said, Actually, Emma is one of the smartest people I know. She struggles with tests, but she works harder than anyone I've ever met. The girls looked at Sophie in surprise but didn't say anything. Sophie continued, and you know what? It's not okay to talk about people behind their backs. Emma deserves better than that. With that, Sophie walked away, feeling a sense of satisfaction but also a twinge of fear. She knew that speaking up could have consequences, but she couldn't stand by and let Emma be bullied. Over the next few days, Sophie noticed a change in the way people were talking about Emma. They seemed to be more respectful and understanding of her struggles. And Emma herself seemed more confident, as if she knew someone was in her corner. Sophie realized that speaking up had made a difference, and it gave her a sense of purpose. She began to look for other ways to use her gift to help others. One afternoon, Sophie was walking through the park when she heard a woman crying. She followed the sound and found a young mother sitting on a bench, tears streaming down her face. Sophie approached her cautiously and asked, Are you okay? The woman looked up, surprised to see a stranger talking to her. But then she seemed to relax a little and said, I don't know what to do. My husband lost his job, and we have two kids to feed. We don't have enough money to pay the rent this month. Sophie could feel the woman's distress and knew that she had to do something to help. She asked the woman a few more questions and then suggested some resources that might be able to assist her family. She also listened to the woman as she talked about her fears and frustrations. As they talked, Sophie felt a sense of connection with the woman. She realized that her gift wasn't just about reading people's thoughts, it was about connecting with them on a deeper level, understanding their struggles, and offering a helping hand. By the time they parted ways, the woman was still upset, but she seemed to have a little more hope. Sophie knew that it was just a small gesture, but she felt grateful that she had been able to make a difference in someone's life. Sophie continued to look for ways to use her gift to help others. She knew that she couldn't solve everyone's problems, but she could offer a listening ear, a kind word, or a helping hand. And in doing so, she was fulfilling her own hero's journey, one person at a time. Chapter 5 Sophie's work with Alex had opened up a new world for her. She realized that her gift wasn't something to be ashamed of, but rather a tool she could use to help others in need. 
and she was determined to do just that. One day, while walking home from school, Sophie overheard two girls talking nearby. They were giggling and whispering, and Sophie could sense that they were talking about someone. She was curious but hesitant to invade their privacy. But then, she heard one of the girls say, I heard she's too dumb to pass her tests. That's why her grades are always so low. Sophie's heart sank. She knew that the girl they were talking about, Emma, was struggling with her grades. But Sophie also knew that Emma was one of the kindest and most hardworking students in their school. She couldn't bear to hear her being talked about like this. Without thinking, Sophie walked over to the girls and said, Actually, Emma is one of the smartest people I know. She struggles with tests, but she works harder than anyone I've ever met. The girls looked at Sophie in surprise but didn't say anything. Sophie continued, and you know what? It's not okay to talk about people behind their backs. Emma deserves better than that. With that, Sophie walked away, feeling a sense of satisfaction but also a twinge of fear. She knew that speaking up could have consequences, but she couldn't stand by and let Emma be bullied. Over the next few days, Sophie noticed a change in the way people were talking about Emma. They seemed to be more respectful and understanding of her struggles. And Emma herself seemed more confident, as if she knew someone was in her corner. Sophie realized that speaking up had made a difference, and it gave her a sense of purpose. She began to look for other ways to use her gift to help others. One afternoon, Sophie was walking through the park when she heard a woman crying. She followed the sound and found a young mother sitting on a bench, tears streaming down her face. Sophie approached her cautiously and asked, Are you okay? The woman looked up, surprised to see a stranger talking to her. But then she seemed to relax a little and said, I don't know what to do. My husband lost his job, and we have two kids to feed. We don't have enough money to pay the rent this month. Sophie could feel the woman's distress and knew that she had to do something to help. She asked the woman a few more questions and then suggested some resources that might be able to assist her family. She also listened to the woman as she talked about her fears and frustrations. As they talked, Sophie felt a sense of connection with the woman. She realized that her gift wasn't just about reading people's thoughts, it was about connecting with them on a deeper level, understanding their struggles, and offering a helping hand. By the time they parted ways, the woman was still upset, but she seemed to have a little more hope. Sophie knew that it was just a small gesture, but she felt grateful that she had been able to make a difference in someone's life. Sophie continued to look for ways to use her gift to help others. She knew that she couldn't solve everyone's problems, but she could offer a listening ear, a kind word, or a helping hand. And in doing so, she was fulfilling her own hero's journey, one person at a time. Chapter 6 Sophie continued to use her gift to help others, and she found that it had a ripple effect. The people she helped were more likely to help others, and soon, Sophie's small acts of kindness started a chain reaction in her community. One day, Sophie was approached by a woman who asked for her help. 
The woman explained that her daughter was struggling with depression and anxiety, and she didn't know how to help her. Sophie listened to the woman's concerns and suggested some resources that could assist her daughter. As she walked away, Sophie felt a sense of pride in the work she was doing. She knew that her gift was a powerful tool, but she also knew that it came with a responsibility to use it for good. Over time, Sophie's reputation as a helper and listener grew, and she became known as someone who could be trusted. People would seek her out for advice and support, and Sophie was always willing to lend an ear. One day, Sophie received a message from Alex, the classmate she had worked with on her daydreams. Alex explained that she had just published her first book, and she wanted Sophie to be the first to read it. Sophie was thrilled for her friend and immediately agreed. As she read Alex's book, she realized that it was more than just a story. It was a tribute to the hero's journey and a reminder that everyone has the power to overcome their obstacles and find their inner strength. Sophie felt a sense of pride as she read Alex's words. She knew that her work with Alex had played a small part in her success, and she was grateful to have been a part of it. As Sophie closed the book, she knew that her own hero's journey was far from over. There would always be more people to help, more challenges to face, and more opportunities to use her gift for good. But for now, she was content in knowing that she had made a difference in the lives of those around her, and that she had found her own inner hero through her work. Chapter 7 Sophie sat on her bed, staring at her phone. She had just received a message from an unknown number, and she couldn't shake the feeling that something was off. The message was simple, I know what you can do. Sophie's heart raced as she tried to calm herself down. She knew that her gift was something that she kept secret, and the thought of someone else knowing about it was unsettling. Over the next few days, Sophie tried to ignore the message, hoping that it was just a prank. But then she began to notice something strange happening. People who she had never spoken to before would come up to her and say things like, I know what you're thinking, or I can tell that you're hiding something. Sophie was increasingly paranoid, feeling like she was being watched all the time. She couldn't focus on anything else, and her grades began to slip. One day, while walking home from school, Sophie felt someone following her. She turned around, but no one was there. She quickened her pace, trying to shake the feeling of being watched. As she reached her front door, she heard a faint whisper behind her. I know what you can do. Sophie froze, her heart pounding in her chest. She turned around to see a figure standing in the shadows. She couldn't see their face, but she knew that they were watching her. Who are you? Sophie asked, her voice trembling. The figure stepped forward, revealing themselves to be a woman. She was older than Sophie, with dark hair and piercing eyes. My name is Sarah, the woman said. And I know about your gift. Sophie took a step back, unsure of what to do. She had never spoken to anyone else about her ability, and the thought of someone else knowing about it made her anxious. How did you find out? Sophie asked, trying to keep her voice steady. 
I have a gift of my own, Sarah replied. I can sense when someone has abilities like yours. And I want to help you. Sophie was skeptical but intrigued. She had never met anyone else with a gift like hers before, and the thought of having someone to confide in was appealing. Over the next few weeks, Sarah and Sophie met in secret, discussing their gifts and the challenges they faced. Sarah was able to offer Sophie advice and support, and slowly but surely, Sophie began to feel more confident in her abilities. But there was always a sense of unease. Sophie couldn't shake the feeling that Sarah knew more than she was letting on, and the thought of being manipulated made her anxious. One day, Sophie confronted Sarah. What are you hiding? She asked. I know that there's more to this than just helping me. Sarah sighed, looking defeated. I didn't mean for it to happen this way, she said. But I need your help. Sophie was confused. What do you mean? I have a daughter, Sarah explained. She has a gift like us, but it's much stronger. And it's causing her harm. Sophie listened as Sarah explained the situation. Her daughter, Lily, was only 10 years old, but her gift was so powerful that it was causing her physical pain. Sarah had been searching for someone who could help her, and when she found Sophie, she knew that she had found the answer. Sophie was hesitant but intrigued. She knew that she had the ability to help others, but the thought of being responsible for a child's well-being was daunting. Over the next few days, Sophie met with Lily and was amazed at the young girl's gifts. Lily had an incredible mind, able to solve complex problems with ease. But Sophie could also sense the pain that Lily was experiencing, and she knew that something had to be done. Together, Sophie and Sarah worked to help Lily control her gift and find ways to use it without harming herself. It was a long and difficult journey, but eventually, they succeeded. Chapter 8 Sophie couldn't believe how much her life had changed over the past few months. Ever since she met Sarah and began working with Lily, she had found a sense of purpose that she had never experienced before. She was using her gift for good, and it filled her with a sense of satisfaction and pride. But there was still a part of her that felt uneasy. She had kept her gift a secret for so long, and now that she was using it openly, she couldn't shake the feeling that someone would find out and try to use it for their own gain. One day, as she was walking home from school, Sophie noticed a man following her. He was tall and imposing, with dark hair and a stern expression. Sophie recognized him as one of the administrators from her school, but she couldn't understand why he was following her. She quickened her pace, hoping to lose him in the crowds of people on the street. But the man was persistent, and he continued to follow her even as Sophie turned down side streets and alleys. Finally, Sophie couldn't take it anymore. She stopped and turned to face the man, her heart racing with fear. Why are you following me? She demanded. The man looked at her coldly. I know about your gift, he said. And I want to use it for my own purposes. Sophie felt a sense of dread wash over her. 
She had always known that there were people who would try to exploit her gift, but she had never expected it to happen so soon. I won't do it, she said firmly. My gift is mine to use as I see fit. The man smiled wickedly. Actually, it's not, he said. You see, your gift is a government asset, and we can do whatever we want with it. Sophie was horrified. She had always known that there were government agencies that used people with special abilities, but she had never thought that they would come after her. I won't work for you, she said, her voice shaking. I won't let you use me like some kind of tool. Chapter 9 Sophie knew that she had to act fast. If the government was after her, then she needed to find a way to protect herself and those around her. She spent the next few days researching ways to hide her gift and came across a group of people who were also in hiding. They called themselves the Gifted, and they were a group of individuals with special abilities like Sophie's. They had formed a network to protect each other from the government agencies that sought to use them for their own purposes. Sophie reached out to the group and was surprised at how welcoming they were. They offered her a safe haven and a place to train and develop her abilities. It was a relief to know that she wasn't alone and that there were others who understood what she was going through. As she began to train with the gifted, Sophie discovered new aspects of her gift that she had never known existed. She learned how to control her abilities better and how to use them in more complex ways. She also discovered that she was not alone in her fears and apprehensions about the government agencies. The more time she spent with the gifted, the more she realized just how important it was for her to take control of her gift. She realized that she had to face her fears and confront the government agencies head-on. With the help of the gifted, Sophie came up with a plan to expose the government's use of people with special abilities. They would gather evidence of the government's abuse of power and then release it to the media. Sophie knew that this was a risky move, but she also knew that it was the right thing to do. The government needed to be held accountable for their actions, and the gifted needed to be protected from their exploitation. The plan was set in motion, and Sophie and the gifted worked tirelessly to gather evidence. They hacked into government databases and bugged offices to record conversations. It was dangerous work, and they were constantly on the lookout for anyone who might catch on to their activities. Chapter 10 Sophie watched as the news reports spread like wildfire. The government agencies that had been exploiting people with special abilities were now under investigation, and the public was outraged. People were demanding answers, and the government was forced to respond. Sophie felt a sense of relief wash over her as she saw the impact that their actions had caused. She knew that it wouldn't erase the trauma and abuse that so many had suffered, but it was a first step towards justice. As the dust settled, Sophie found herself reflecting on her own journey. She had started out as a shy and insecure teenager, afraid of her own gift. But through her experiences, she had found a sense of purpose and strength that she had never known existed. She had become a hero in her own right, using her gift to help others and fight for justice. But she also knew that her journey was far from over. 
There would always be more work to do, more people to help, and more challenges to face. But she was ready for whatever came next. As she looked out at the world, she felt a sense of hope. She knew that there were others like her, people with special abilities who were using their gifts for good. And together, they could change the world. Sophie smiled, feeling a sense of pride in herself and the community she had become a part of. She knew that her gift wasn't a curse, but a tool to be used for good. And she was ready to wield that tool with all the strength and courage she had. As she stepped out into the world, Sophie knew that she was a hero. And with every step she took, she was on a journey towards a better future for all. The End We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for future episodes. This is Amalia Dupre and the team at this podcast will make you sleep, wishing you sweet dreams.